Well, hello, my friends. Hey, Pastor D here, and you're tuning in to Walk in Faith, Not in Fear. And uh, I want to thank you for doing that, too. Tune it in. And I tell you what, let's open up the word of prayer. Again, Lord God, praise is all to you. I thank you. I give you all the glory. I pray today, Lord God, and every day that you could use me in a way that I may be able to be a tool, that I may be able to reach out into your kingdom, Lord God. Guide, lead, and direct. I pray that you can give me the ability the want and the desire, and I thank you for everything you've placed in my life, from leadership right on through to family, friends, and the blessings of the breath, even the breath I breathe. Lord God, today I just give you all them thanks, and I do all this through the precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Now today, <coughs> sorry about that, I am still, I, I said I usually record here, this is my Monday, I usually do a Monday morning at the church, and kind of do a little podcast, throw it on for the week, so I'm going to do just that, so today... I'm actually wanting to, I don't know, you know, this past three weeks or so, I've been talking about obedience in the church, but today I was led somewhere else. I was sitting here, and I, I kind of thumbed through, I love reading Psalms, I ain't going to lie, so I was thumbed through, and I went right to the beginning, and I read that, and then it kind of, the Lord kind of threw me into a couple other spots. <clears throat> so I'm going to, uh, well, I'm going to read a couple of them, and then, uh, hey, uh, I actually got an idea of a few things I want to talk about today. Uh, I had to get a drink. Uh, <clears throat> bear with me, friends. My allergies are kicking my butt. That's yeah, nasty. Uh, <clears throat> so, that being said, I want to start off. I want to read you. In Psalms, I am going to read Psalms 1, and I'm going to read the first six verses. Well, actually, the first six verses is all of Psalms 1. Shh. That's my secret. All right, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in the season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like chafe, which is wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteousness. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now, what I'd like to do, honestly, is I want to jump right on over here, and I want to read you also. I'm going to read Luke. I'm going to read Luke 12, and I'm going to read you... uh. 13 through 34. A little bit longer read here, but let's dive into this now. Luke 12, 13 through 34, and it says, Then one from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. He then spoke of a parable of them, saying, the ground of the certain rich man yielded plentiful, and yet thought within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool! This night your soul will be required of you. Then whose, whose will will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Then he said to the disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, 
nor about your body what we put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which you are by worrying can add one cubic to his stature. If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of those. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have the anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourself money bags which do not grow old, and treat treasures in the heavens that do not fail, where no thief approaches nor mouth destroys. For you were a treasure, is there as the heart will also be. Now, I'm going to stop right there for a few minutes. I'm going to, I'm going to read you something else here, but not quite yet. I'm going to kind of jump over in a few minutes. I think I'm, I'm kicking around going over to Matthew here. So, anyway, I'll come back, I'll come back to that. I, 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 wanna, I kind of want to talk about this. I want to talk a little bit about uh, us as a people, lacking lordship, if you would. Uh, probably the number one reason that the, the church is a lack of recognition of lordship of Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't even know how I want to say this. Over the lives of those who claim to be Christians. Okay, this is what I want to talk about here. The issue of who is my Lord determines the way in which we're going to live and live out our lives, all right? Understand, either Jesus Christ is in charge of all the areas of your lives, or we're still in charge bowing down to some other master, okay? Now, now the question is, how many of us here can raise, raise our hand declaring that Jesus Christ has full ownership of our lives? Lordship settles the issue of who is going to be in control of my life and the issue of who has a right to my life. See, I have to ask myself, and I ask you to ask yourself, is God going to be number one? Does God have the right to come into your life and use it as he sees fit? I truly hope you can answer yes to these two questions. If not, then I guess we can stop right here. See, now, if you, if you can, let's go a step farther in lordship by dealing with the profession issue of, of lordship. See, when we submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, it is no longer just talk. It's action. See, it's not simply nodding our head and saying amen, and it is obedience. It's not just saying Jesus is Lord with our lips. It is saying Jesus is Lord with our lives. Now, Jesus should know the most about Lordship since he was the one teaching it. See, today I want to look at a couple of his teachings on Lordship so we can have a good understanding of what Jesus intended for us to do. See, today I want us to understand that there are two, two surprises of lordship, if you would. When Jesus teaches about lordship, we, we will discover that there are two different groups that are surprised about lordship and what he teaches. Now, the first group that was surprised is the Lord himself. Now, I'll tell you what. Actually, yeah, let me go a little bit farther, then I'll jump into, I want to jump into Matthew here, but I'm going to wait a minute. 
See, that first group himself, they were surprised. Jesus was surprised himself. He says, Luke, I think it was 46, he says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not, want, uh, do, not do what I say? See, Jesus is surprised. He's amazed. And he says, Some of you, I have been hearing you call me Lord, and yet you do not hear what I say. Even Jesus is surprised of people who will make a profession of his lordship and, and do not do what he tells them. He says, people, how can you keep calling me, Lord, and you do not back it up with your life? This doesn't make sense. How can I be your Lord and, and you not obey me? And then he goes on. Verse 47 gives us a test of lordship, if you would. He gives us three steps of lordship. He says, whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show him who he's like. See, the first step is to come to him. For he says, everyone who comes to me, until you have come to Christ, God is not your Lord in your life. You may be religious now, don't get me wrong. Or you may even think you're spiritual, but that does not make Jesus your Lord. You have to come to Jesus on his terms. He says, the one comes to me and hears my words. See, here's my word, step two. You hear my words. It, it, you have not got to hear the words of Jesus Christ. You've got to put yourself under a teacher and learn what it's about and what Jesus is saying. But that's still not enough. For Jesus says, the one who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. There's step three. Put them into practice. It's not enough to come to Jesus and just listen to Jesus. You've got to practice what you've learned. <laughs> you know, uh, Oh my goodness. It's like it's like a stick of deodorant, okay? Say you're out in the field all day working and sweating, you're you're getting pretty ripe and pits are kinda really potent if you would and it's no good. I guess where I'm going with this is no good to buy deodorant. It's no good to learn about it, even know the ingredients, even to even know how long it lasts, but you never use it. <laughs> See, I, I can have all the deodorant in the world and if I never use it I'm going to stink. You with me? See, one day someone is going, probably going to be brave enough to tell me, hey, you stink and you need to use some of that deodorant. Point is, okay, as crazy as it may sound, the point is, you can sit in a church your whole life listening to a message after message, but if you never practice that message, you're going to stink. See, we come to him, we listen to him, and we obey him. Now, when we do these three things, we can say that Jesus is Lord. Now, it's more than just lip service. See, see now again, here, is, here, is, here in our text, well, I'm going to tell you something. Let me read you something real quick. I'm going to read you one other scripture. I'm going to be in Matthew 7, and I'll read you a few verses out of here real quick. Matthew 7, 21. Let me start at 21. We'll see where we go. It says, not everyone who... Who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, we have not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these things of mine and does them, I will liken them to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And then the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But whoever hears these 
these sayings of mine and does not do them, it will be like a foolish man who put his house on the sand, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat that house, and it fell, and it was a great fall. Amen? Now listen, again, here in our text, we see there's another group that is surprised in the Lordship uh, issue, if you would. We just read there, verse 21 through 23. Now, it, it, it talked about it again. Let me hit it one more time. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Now, let me stop right there. So, you see, we already found that the, the issue of lordship. Jesus is surprised when people call him Lord and do not do what he says. Now, let's look at there's going to be a second group surprised in this issue of lordship. See, there's this group who think that Jesus knows them just because they said that he was their Lord. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, many people are going to be surprised. See, on that day of the final judgment, they're going to come to him and say, Did we not prophesy in your name? <laughs> Did we not do miracles in your name? Jesus, you know me. I volunteered at the shelter. I fed the homeless. I worked outreach ministries. Come on now, quit playing, Lord. Jesus is going to say, stop it, be quiet. I don't know you. See, Jesus is saying there is going to be a large host of people surprised over this lordship issue. This reminds me of another passage in Matthew. Uh, we won't have to read it, get to it, but broad is the way that leads to destruction and many travel on it, but the narrow is the way that leads to life and few are there have found it. See, do you realize that both these roads run right through your home? right through your life, right through your church, right through your community, right through your, your involvement or whatever you're doing. Now, let me slap you with some real honest statistics here. You know that 31% of these church members miss over 75% of the worship time? 35% members only come on Sunday's worship service. 52% have not attended a Bible study in two years. And 68% of these so-called Christians has never even tithed. See, these days you can get numerous amounts of people to attend a church, maybe even join a church, say words of, of lordship, but not backing it up with their lives. Jesus is saying that they are going to be surprised when, when, when he looks at them and says, I don't even know who you are. You may be a church member sitting in a pew, singing a hymn. You might even be actively involved in groups or teams. And, and yet you're waiting to hear the words from Jesus. I don't know you. Depart from me. Understand what I read there in verses 21 through 23. There's three things that Jesus says to us about lordship. First, saying the right words will not get you in heaven. In other words, what you say doesn't make you a Christian. It doesn't prove lordship. Not everyone that says Lord is going to get there. Jesus said, just because you say I'm your Lord does not make me your Lord. We also see doing good works. Is not enough to get you into heaven. Again, a surprise to many. Uh, verse 22, it says, Those people who are doing wonderful works, they're prophesying, casting out demons, doing miracles, serving on communities, visiting the sick, feeding the hungry. Friends, you do not gain access to heaven by doing works. What will get you into heaven is obeying God's will for your life. It's not what you say or what you do, but being obedient to God. If you obey God, you will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Come on now. This is what the Lordship thing is all about, my friends. It is possible to go through all the motions, sing all the songs, and still not know. Well, actually still know that's just a show. See, you realize there are basically three classes of people who come to 
come to lordship, if you would. There's the ones that do not call him Lord and do not do the things he says. There's the ones who call him Lord but still not do the things he says. And there are those who call him Lord and do the things that Jesus said. My friends, what class of people do you find yourselves in today? Friends, please, God wants every bit of your life. And I'm trying right now, if you would, to push you off the edge, push you over the cliff to get you to obey him. Friends, I refuse to teach this easy believism. I'm trying to speak of true lordship of Jesus Christ so that you never, ever hear the words, I never knew you depart from me. Friends, you want to have, hmm, put it this way. You won't have to convince Jesus who you are because of a relationship you already have. I look forward to the day when I hear him say, Come on and enter the joy of my kingdom. Well done, my good and faithful servant. And my prayer is the same for you. Hmm. Amen. Bye for now.